Welcome down to this week's episode of Paddy Talks Golf, powered by four golf cuts from those beautiful people over in Clean Castle, family-run business, guaranteed Irish, powering not just my bag in this podcast, but many golf bags around this country, around the globe, including a certain Seamus Power on the PGA Tour. Over to you, Mr. Power. Hey, I'm Seamus Power on the PGA Tour. If you're looking for the best golf club reviews out there on YouTube, just check out the guys at 4Golf Custom. They've custom fit my golf clubs for years and they're the best in the business. So if it's good enough for Seamus, it's definitely good enough for you and me. Book your fitting today, your tour level experience custom fitting today. Link is in the show notes below or head over to 4Golf.ie forward slash booking and get yourself sorted. I must head over and try the new Sirixons, but don't tell, don't tell the blades, the Mizuno blades in the back. Um, hopefully you enjoyed last week's uh, Beyond Scratch update and why I was in Rasa Pena for the Scratch Cup. Uh, I was there to play Rasa Pena, and I had three blow-up holes over 27 holes, which scuppered any chance of me putting in a respectable score. But my God, my mind is still back up there in Downings and Rasa Pena. An absolutely glorious part of the world. And if there's a bit of interest, we might put a, we might put a bit of a group together. So yeah, that might be in a newsletter um, soon. Um, this week's episode is about Max Kennedy. Um, Max went out and won last week. Won the Aggie Invitational in Texas. And that's the tournament that your man Sam Bennett left the Masters to go play in on that Monday. But Max went out and he won it. Um, so we, we, got, we got stuck in a couple of weeks ago this was recorded before that great W and we talked about all his top 10s uh, it was four straight top 10s so that's, he was in the bit of the, the headlines for that one and we get stuck into him as a person why he went to America and his plans for the year roll it there Colette I mean listen we talking about practice Joe Bradley told us the production line was finished in Kerry where's Joe Bradley what do you think it is Kennedy, are you ready to tee it up? Ready to tee it up. I was just saying there, uh, last time I interviewed someone from Louisville, I was calling it Louis Berg or something for ages, and John Murphy was was too kind for a while, but then he told me it was Louisville. So uh, let you know. <laughs> he let me know. 6 a.m. Louisville time. Um Max Kennedy, what do you do for fun? Uh what do I do for fun? I mean, I mean, I go out, I have a good time, but um, that's about it. Go out and have sink a good time few, and then play golf. It's kind of like one or the other around here. Sink, sink a few of my waddies. Exactly, yeah. I'm Irish uh, at the end of the day, so I mean. You know, you got you to gotta fulfill the stereotype now and then. Yeah, now and then. You made to me. I generally start off the, these shows with what is your earliest memory of golf. So what, what's yours? Yeah. Um. What's my earliest memory of golf? Probably playing down in rural Dublin with my dad when I was about six or seven. Um. Plastic club, plastic ball, all the, all all that. Um. And just hitting balls down the chipping green. Yeah. That seems. I was to be there. My, I was there. Memory. I was there a couple of weeks ago. It's absolutely pure. So yeah, they um, did it up, didn't they, with uh, the new bunkers and stuff like that. Yeah, I've they've gone from good. ballpark ninety-ish bunkers to forty-seven or something. My numbers are yeah, off. Yeah. I only overheard the conversation. Right. Um, 
which are kind of mid forties. So, so yeah, luckily there were, it was the last day of the bunkers being Gur when I played it. So oh, well. I wasn't in a bunk. I wasn't in a bunker all day. That's <laughs> you know what I mean? It was class. Yeah, good, good for the so, stats. So great for the stats, but, uh, no, interesting. So the dad played golf, uh, he was the first man or person to bring across the, the wooden bridge onto Bull Island. But outside from dad, is there other golf in the family or is it just the two of you? Yeah, I mean, my granddad was a captain in Green Ore and in Royal Dublin. So, I mean, it's going back a while. And then, sure, we all play golf, um, except for my mother. <laughs> but, but everyone else does. <laughs> no, I asked that question because like, I'm obviously still mad about it and I'm the yeah. only person. My parents don't play. Grandparents weren't lucky enough to play. Just were from a different part of North Clare uh, and, and hung out with different people. What None made of you my get siblings into it play. None of my cousins play. Like, I've got like 40 fucking cousins. None of them play. <laughs> so that's why that's I asked that. I play, enough for, I play enough for all of them, some people say. But um, yeah, just school. Just school. Yeah. I was down in Flannan's College in Ennis and my gaggle friends were six or seven of us. They're all playing pitch and put across the road. And my dad was building at the time and he couldn't collect until about 7, 8 p.m. So I'd like, I might play two rounds of pitch and put with my mates in Ennis. And then that was first year. And then in second year, they all went playing golf. So I went playing golf and then I joined Lahinch the year after. And, and that's... That's the end of that. My brother hung out playing golf for a couple of years, but then surfing took over his life in the hinge, and I right. stayed on the other side. I stayed on the more, um, more cut yeah. side of that of that surfing country down there. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> um, this is a show about you, though, Max. Don't try and turn yeah. the tables around, right? I, I can <laughs> see what you're doing. I can see what you're doing. Um, what, so you're from Dublin, then? What part of Dublin are you from? Clontarf, just across the bridge. Clontarf. Growing up, I would said everyone right. Clontarf. Everybody takes their turn on the Joe Duffy show on Clontarf, because everybody. Be, <laughs> if you ever listen to the show, it'd be like, "And oh, here's Mary from Clontarf." Like every fucking day. So, um, I don't know where you were you ever on it. But I what was, was like growing up? You're showing up my age now. What, what was like growing, <laughs> growing up in Clontarf? Was there other sports at play or? Yeah, there was there was loads of sports. I mean, you had the the, the Irish sports, Gaelic and hurling. That, that was the biggest one around there. I used to play that uh, until I was probably about 15 or 16. And then you had uh, football or soccer over here. Um, and yeah, tennis, you know, all, all of them. Um, it's big so rugby no, yeah. country, isn't it, Clontarf? It's big rugby country the last kind it of is, 10 yeah, years. I, ne- I never got into the rugby. I think I was smarter too, you know, with the injuries and stuff like that. All my friends played rugby. I never played though. Um yeah, it's probably probably smart to not play. I would have, would have got a couple of niggles. I wouldn't be the biggest, so <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> I, was all, I was I was asked in college in Cork a couple of times, would you come and play rugby this idea? Like you do a bit of damage <laughs> out in the wing there. And I was like, yeah, I'd love yeah. to play in the wing, but it's the bottom of the scrum I don't fancy. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. I like I like my fingers in, intact. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'd be a pure flair. I wouldn't be wouldn't be dirty. I'd be dirty in other ways, you know, dirty <laughs> looks. Yeah. So when when did when did golf take over? Or was it like was it like a career guidance person in school going, Max, no, golf is for you, off you go? Yeah, it probably took over when I was uh, 14 or 15. Uh, maybe a little bit earlier, but that's when it really took over when I was 14 or 15. Um, that I thought, you know, golf was probably the sport. Because I was always, you know, keen to play a sport. 
uh, and get really good at the sport. So golf took over when I was about 14 or 15. And that's when I kind of let the other sports go. And what, what are we talking for anyone who's like 14, 15, or maybe 19, 20? What are we talking handicap wise ballpark? Are we playing off 10? Are we off scratch at 15? Yeah. Um, like we're going all in. 15 is uh, probably around one or two, I'd say. So handy, like yeah, borderline senior bad. cup for Royal Dublin. <laughs> at 15 no, years not at that stage. <laughs> that stage. I, was, I was well off of We had a good team back then. Does <laughs> uh, some other notables have to come out of. Um, Royal Dublin, certain Hugh Foley's and that. Is, is that so when you hang around with a lot these days when you're home or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we, we'd get a game or two in when I'm home. Uh, maybe a couple more over summer. He was a great guy to be around. Positive attitude and, and a really good player, obviously. We, we've seen what he can do. do so a uh, really good guy to be around. And obviously, Richie Knightley too. Just won the... He came, came off a, a win there last week, yeah. Yeah, late time Betty Town Scratch Cup. So we have a good senior cup team this year if we can all be around. So that'd be nice. <laughs> I tell you, watch, watch them bios from over the wooden bridge. Uh, and oh. I say that because like I played with Mr. Hackett there a couple of weeks ago when he was home. Congratulations, yeah. TJ, on uh, falling on one knee there the other weekend. <laughs> um, which I kept saying that. Um, you're on the radar though. You're like, like you've been on the radar in terms of like amateur golf in Ireland for a while. You know, yeah. I'm looking back at Wagga results. Going back to 2020, 2021, we're featuring there's top tens everywhere. There's a third in the north, ninth in the south. We were there, thereabouts last year. Uh, I just yeah. missed you in the hinge that week, actually. Um, won the Mallow Scratch Cup. Um, top ten in the north, fifth in the south, second in Mullingar, you know, which, what was that like? Mullingar, did you know cool. you were there at Mullingar or what was the story? No, I didn't. I was probably like 10 behind with nine to go. Um or with 10 to go. And then I, I, I made a lot of birdies coming in and, uh, Josh, I think birdie's the last two to win it, which was, which was incredible. So fair play to him. He won it. You gotta love golf. No, it, like where I was like, fair play to him for winning. While every other sport, like, fuck that guy. But we all, we, we all like each other. Um, but no, we're, we're in the headlines kind of stateside at the moment for your top 10 ability. So as something, what, what year are we in in Louisville at the moment? Junior, so I've uh, year, well, year two, right? Uh, uh, three. What's oh, year three? Yeah, it, it like that system fucks me up in terms of the, like using all right <laughs> freshman, sophomore, junior, senior. Yeah, there you go. We got it. We got it. So this year and then a year to go. So is this how we're more comfortable? Are we going back to golf courses we know, or yeah. are we just like yeah, I've clicked? You know what I'm working on has come to fruition. Yeah. You know, you tell me. Yeah, yeah, a bit of everything, I suppose. You know, obviously, third year here, we're we've, we're going back to golf courses that we've played, so that makes it a lot lot easier. You know, um, I made a <clears throat> couple swing changes over over the Christmas break, which which have been nice. You know, um, using my legs a lot more. I've never been one to you know lose use my legs, so. Um, creating that force on the ground and, and getting the swing speed up has, be, has been a big help. Um, and then just all around game, just getting getting it better, you know, trying trying to get it better every day and uh, seeing how far I can go with that. That's kind of you the said. The the swing changes were nice. Now yeah. I made a, a swing change or more a swing toss, and like like the results are nice, right? Yeah. But but how many reps? You know, how many movements or whatever has that taken to get that to be nice? Just for people listening, like, that's oh, a change, handy. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, oh, thousands, you know, <laughs> thousands, thousands of swings. Yeah, yeah. Over a period of time, like not obviously in a day, but three months. Say, so you're not like Alex, you're, you're not like Alex Norin. You're not Alex Norning it and have like no skin no, on the, no, inside no. your hands left. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> yeah. not, not quite that much, days. Efficiency. <laughs> Why Louisville? First of all, there was three Irish guys here, so that gave me a really good incentive to come. Um, who was that? John Murphy. John Murphy. I'm going to forget someone now. Devin Morley. Joe O'Hare. That's it. I don't see the other yeah. fella. I, I really enjoyed watching, uh, was it John's last year? Because they basically ran the Louisville Instagram. Yeah, yeah. You know I mean? yeah Between darts competitions and everything else. So was it that type of environment that you saw? Because I think it might have been around the same time that you, you started, that you saw, all right, that looks like great crack and they're actually really high-performing team. Is yeah. that why Louisville was on the cards or was there any other visits stateside? Um, I, I definitely had a couple of schools um, that I was looking at, but at the, at the end of the day, it was, it was pretty much always Louisville. I didn't visit anywhere else. I came here. And I loved it, so I, I just signed there and then. Um, so, it, no, it seemed like great crack at the time, as you said. Um, and then I just, yeah, I, I visited, loved it, loved it, and then then came, yeah. No, the reason I asked that question is because now is the kind of... When, when did you make that decision? Was it around, like, March, April time? Because I'm thinking, like, CAA yeah, forms, was, leaving cert is, like, May yeah. too. No? It was probably... No, it was October, about a year before, yeah, I came. Okay. Okay, deadly, deadly. So yeah, what what was that like? What was that process like? That whole through you were looking, they were selecting. How, yeah. how did that process look like for you? Like, like in terms of how do you reach out to them, stuff like that. How do you reach out? There, there's yeah. rules, I believe. You have to be, you can't. Um, you have to be a certain them, yeah. age for a coach to write back to you. I think you have to be eighteen. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, how, how does that? I think yeah. Okay, how does that work? So basically what you do, you can go through an agent um, or you can go and do it yourself, which is which is a good bit of work. Um, me and my dad did it ourselves. We we reached out to, you know, the top 100 colleges and then they they always get back to you, to, to be fair to them, um, saying, listen, we're interested or we're not interested. And, you know, you you look at the ones that are interested and then you have a video call with them to see what they're about. And then eventually down the road, they probably come over and watch you in, in Europe in, in some way, shape or form. The Louisville assistant coach at the time came and watched me at the British boys in, I'm not sure what year that was, probably 2019. Um, and we just immediately got a really good relationship with each other. Um, <clears throat> and then we went over and visited that October and then just kept building the relationship and eventually we signed with them. So that's kind of how, oh, how, it, how it works out. And then obviously there's a lot of paperwork to be done after that, you know. Um, I can only especially imagine. Being, do, yeah, especially being international student. Yeah. Do they look at like, because obviously I've watched all like the, you know, the last chance use, right? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, do they look for like a showreel or do they look for like, you know, video or whatever during that application process, or is it just simply a form and a call is set up? Like in terms of your swing and stuff like that. No, like in terms of like this is me on the course. These are my like oh, this is yeah, my yeah, last. This is my last twenty results. These are my top tens. I won this. I came third in that. That type of thing. Do you do you supply that type of pack 
in your application or is all that just due diligence on their end? Yeah, they look for all of that, like in terms of like results, what your swing looks like. I mean, what's in your bag, swing speed, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Okay. The, just the like more the information, the better. You know? <laughs> swing speed, 106, attack angle, minus one. Uh, <laughs> every way out. Oh, um, proximity to the hole, the other fairway over. Uh, yeah, it'd be pretty good. Um, you're look. You're you're in uh, the news. You're on like um, college newsletters. The last obviously the performance of the last three weeks. The prestige, general hackler, and all American. I have a clue what they are, but the points alongside them are pretty pretty high in terms of like the power rating from in comparison to like so the power rating for the all American was four seven seven for a third, and the tournament before was six three nine. So like they're pretty high numbers compared to the Monegar Scratch Cup of 98, you know? So how important is it for you in terms of certain events on in the, op- or obviously the Open, uh, on in St. Andrews this September to be performing one of these high power yeah. events, which obviously will affect your wagger more than maybe coming home for the summer and playing yeah. the championships here? Yeah, it's, um, if you address the, the point about the wagger, I feel like, Irish championships are actually very low compared to, you know, the standard in America. I don't think there's that much. Obviously, there's a little bit of of a difference in standard, but it's not that much. You know, I, I feel like the, the Irish championships should definitely be a little bit more than what they are. Um, so I feel like they kind of get screwed in Ireland with that. Um, yeah, whatever is no, bigger, there's much bigger portions. Everything's much bigger in the states. So maybe that's, in the maybe states, just yeah. apply the same rule. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Um, but no, it's very important to to you know move up the the world rankings and play in all these big events and do well in all these big events because the ultimate goal is making the Walker Cup just like it is for any other guy in in GBNI um, at the moment. So so yeah, it's it's, it's extremely important to to do well in these events. You have an Irish flag pinned to the wall behind you, which will be lost do, yeah. if people listen to the podcast because it's audio only because I'm I've a face for radio. Right. Uh in your house at home in uh in Clontarf, do you have the Irish flag up in the wall or is that just since you're in the States? I think it's just because of because uh, I'm in the States. I actually might have one in my room. I'm not sure. <laughs> forgot, I say that I because <laughs> I, I say that because I like I, I worked abroad maybe for a couple of years and like yeah. I would have never listened to you two or the Cranberries, or yeah. Snail Connor. <laughs> Fuck me, within like three months, I had the tricolor on the kitchen wall, and I had, I had, I was learning all those songs, and yeah. like, yeah, yeah, so, uh, that the might come to fruition on your, um, what your walk-on song is these days. Um, I did chat with Barry Fenley about, like, the program in Minute and, like, the structures they have in place. What is, so, like, for collegiate golf in Louisville, for, for you, like, what does yeah. your week look like? And like, do you plan it out or are like, are you given, this is your okay, calendar, well. be there, wear this, like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what's um, the story there? Yeah. So basically coach would uh, text us all out into, into a group text each week, what the schedule is going to look like in terms of workouts, which would be Monday and Wednesday at, at seven day and then practice, which would be usually two to four 30 um, every day. Um, so we can, and then we have classes from about nine till 12. So we just, you know, figure out our schedule around that. 
um, around that schedule. And then when we're traveling, then we get an itinerary about, you know, what we're wearing, um, where to be at what time and, uh, and all that sort of stuff. So that's kind of how it and, looks. No, good, decent. So do they have much bearing on like your swing changes that you made at the winter time? Is that a, yeah. is that a max decision? Is that a you problem or a Louisville yeah. problem? Do you know what I mean? Who, who yeah. who's the coach well, or how, well, how much they're... coaching do they, do they then give to you? Yeah, so my coach would be, well, my my swing coach would be Shane O'Grady, um, who, who gotcha. I've worked with all my life, um, who's been great. And we, we always go over, you know, swing changes and stuff like that. I'd send him videos and we'd work on stuff. And then the our, our coach over here would would overlook that. Kind of, you know, if, if he's seen that I was doing something wrong, he'd be on top of it. And he'd just let me know they're, they're very good like that. You know, they wouldn't go too much into it but they let you know if they, if they see something so it's kind of nice and that's like in line with what you're doing with Shane yes. like oh like okay perfect I got you yeah, I got yeah. you so it's like a mini project manager on the range which yeah. is <laughs> not to, to defamate or you know they're doing a great job there Americans doing a great job yeah. Americans um, no that's decent what uh, what are you doing in school in business administration so it's kind of like an overall business. That's degree. like a Tommy Tiernan joke. If you've ever watched Tommy Tiernan, it's like, <laughs> like in school, they do like business organization. They call it BizOrg. <laughs> that what you do? You do BizOrg. BizAd. BizAdmin. BizAd. Yeah, yeah. Um, if Beth Coulter is listening, uh, is there a Starbucks on campus? That's oh, all she cares there's about. There's a couple of them, yeah. <laughs> right, Beth, Beth would be happy if she ever looked into Louisville. So um, what do you love to do most in... In Louisville, um, out with the guys uh, in the in the indoor facility. Whenever you know we get downtime, we have a we have a pretty good indoor facility here, um, and we just chill out, play games, you know, table tennis or watch TV or just just chill. So that's kind of nice, you know. Downtime is 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 a nice thing, especially when you're so busy all the time. Yeah. Uh, for people that have traveled or for people who get out of Ireland early like you have, right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> which is a good thing, right? Because you learned to, yeah. like, did you cook for yourself before you left? I did. Oh, you did? Uh, okay, so yeah, you, you yeah, were like yeah. a level above a lot of people already. Yeah, not very right. well, but I, but I was, I was able to do the, assen- or the essential stuff, I suppose. You, you could do an omelette. You could <laughs> do an omelette. Uh, I'm not sure <laughs> if I go that far. Maybe pasta. <laughs> That's is pretty fucking easy. Like, just just <laughs> dump it into boiling water and, and take it out when it's not like sopping wet, like when it's not all sticking uh, together. Um, I was going to ask the question: um, How important is your dad to you in terms of like your golfer enjoying the game, or just in as a support network in general? Uh, my dad's, you know, been there all the time, um, and he always will be. You know, it's it's great. Nothing's too big or nothing's too little for him you know it doesn't really matter how, how i play on the golf course it's just the same thing um <clears throat> which is really nice but um just for have someone like that obviously my mom and, and and dad um support me and to have people like that is great you know especially when you're going through the bad times it can be quite tough and, and lonely you know just like they all say yeah i was what did what did you believe about yourself then that helped you become successful through like those hard times. Yeah, um, just just an inner belief and just uh, keep practicing, um, not to take it too seriously. To always look ahead, don't dwell in the past too much, all that sort of stuff. You know, just What's keep practicing best... what you can do. Absolutely. 
that keep practicing is all is all I, <laughs> I try and get to practice. You know, I said it the other, the other week. Um, I don't have to practice; I get to practice. Yeah, that's there you go. I've, that's that's something yeah. I've I've done with like, I read um, that book or uh, his uh, Bob Barbara Teller's book like fifteen years ago. And I think that's one one in one of the first chapters. You don't have to practice; you get to practice. So I do that yeah. for a lot of things, especially like when you've kids and work and wives and husbands and those type of things. You know, yeah. I have to eat the time out. Instagram is not real. I do not play every day. <laughs> yeah. Um, I have a I have a hard drive here with like four thousand pictures on it, and I just go. <laughs> I use that one today. Um, what's the best three decisions you've ever made? Um, best three decisions I've ever made: playing golf, uh, <laughs> going to America, and third one. Accepting the Zoom invite for this dodgy podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, going on Paddy Talks podcast. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, <laughs> fucking fucking career highlight. Uh, uh, what's the plan this year? When when is um, college over for this year? Is it June? Is it like here, or is it a bit earlier? So it's college finishes at the end of this month because I think we're the earliest college to finish because of the Kentucky Derby, which is on. Uh, <laughs> First, priorities, right? Yeah, right. Exactly. So, what's so your plan why... then? Because that's kind of when the coaches go have a great summer, and kind of I'm assuming then you're in charge of what you do and what your schedule is between then and coming back in Septemberish. Is that right? That's actually our most important um, time of the year because we have regionals and nationals in May. So we're basically off school and we're just preparing for regionals which will allow us to, you know, get to nationals. Um, so that's regionals is mid-May and nationals is end of end, end of May. Um, so once that's over, then I'll, I'll probably go back to, to Europe and, and play on that sort of side. Of the, okay, side of the so school, school finishes in time for Kentucky, but that's kind of when the Louisville golf team is just gets kicks off, really. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, okay. the most important part of the year. Yeah, 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 100%. Yeah. So what's without uh, releasing some secret sauce that them fuckers in Alabama might hear? Like yeah. <laughs> what, what as a team? Because it's completely different to like golf when you come back in Europe. Aside from representing Ireland and maybe Leinster and the Senior Cup in over yeah. the Wooden Bridge, what's the mentality over there in terms of coming together as a team and support? Like what's the the coach's approach to like that culture effect and and getting everybody yeah. to to kind of row in? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, we do a lot of things together. We do everything together. I suppose it's, it's like, a you know, a fraternity as they have over here. We're, we're, we're like brothers. We are, you in, are, you, are you in a fraternity? I am not. No, I wouldn't think I would like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like we do, we practice every day together. We train, you know, in, in the gym, uh, two days a week. And then we have, you know, we spend the weekends together just, chilling out and, and having good quality time together. So, I mean, the team environment is is the biggest thing because if we all, you know, wrap together, then it's going to make the team better and it and it definitely makes the, the bad times on the course better, you know, if you have someone there that's, that's going to help you. Oh, so that's a big part of it. That's a big part of it. When you're talking about positive moments, it reminds me of, uh, of a question, and I'll tell a little stupid story first. Second in the hinge, 
when I was about 16. So the two bunkers down the right, right? It took me on, on more than half the second. So you have oh, two yeah. fairway bunkers down the right. It took me half my life to even reach them. But like, I was about 16, and I think you've 257 in from the back of the first one, right? So if you're ever there with like a, with an iron off the tee or something, that's what yeah. you have in. And and I ripped it three wood to like three feet, right? So whenever wow. I'm on the fairway on the second, that's what's burnt into my brain, right? Yeah, so you automatically so, love that shot. So I just, I'm, I'm not trying to fly it down the hill. I want 257 in on the second every time, yeah, yeah. right? <laughs> So is there a positive moment like that or a shot type like that or a T-shirt like that that you go to when you're when it could be like, I need this for the team or I need this to yeah. like feature Mullingar or I, like, I need to execute yeah. this. Is there something burnt into your brain that you go to as a positive moment to help with the execution? Yeah, it's funny you say that. I actually like, I, I practice this shot on the range in, in Louisville quite a lot between two stakes that I always see and just, you know, hit it through them uh, all the time. And then when I do go to a moment that you're talking about there, that's, you know, a pressure situation or a tight fairway that you need to hit the fairway, I always go back to them, two, two stakes, and just see them in the fairway and, and then just hit it through them because, you know, I've done it hundreds of, hundreds of times before. So it kind of seemed simple then, you know, even yeah, though it doesn't always, uh, always, always um, come to fruition, but no, sometimes it does. <laughs> Of the championships, because you've done a couple of circuits now, um, and I haven't asked, like I don't prepare for these podcasts, so this is totally off the cuff, coming off positive moments and 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 tee shots and hitting shots. What yeah. is the tee shot you love the most around the Irish circuit? In the Irish circuit, you think about that. Um, I mean, it's got to be the the fourth in um, in Lynch class. Really, the fourth? Yeah, you can't beat that. Do you go over the hill now, or do you just try? No, no, I wouldn't have that power now. <laughs> I wouldn't have that power. I, I remember as well short of the hill. <laughs> I remember for the Irish Open, one of the lads was caddying, and he was. He, we were talking to him after, like on the Monday or Tuesday, and he was like, "I, I can't get over how fucking stupid professional golfers are." We're like, "What?" So his man was fine, but the other three in the group, like all four days. We're just like hitting driver into the hill, into the hill, into the hill, like like robots. And then like, because yeah. it's a par four for the Irish Open, right? And it was like, no. it was like, you, you just just lay up in front. Like, you're not going to carry it. They're not going to get, but it's just like, no, into the hill, into the, like, yeah. it's like they just don't get it. They just don't yeah. get it. Yeah, it was funny that way. Um, maybe of like, um. I always say expats. Uh, what's the actual word? Alumni is the word of Louisville or of Irish amateurs or pros on tour. Is there anyone that kind of comes back, sends the elevator back down, as they say in business? Is there anyone that puts the hand back down and like offers their time yeah. or like gets on Zoom calls with teams that you can kind of, you know, get the secret sauce from that you don't have to like learn from your own mistakes as much as you would say? Yeah, yeah. Um... Adam Hadwin uh, is a, is a is an ex Louisville player, um, and he'd be very good. I mean, we haven't talked to him directly, but if we ever needed to talk to him, I'm sure he'd be, you know, willing to. He's always on to coach about, you know, how can I help the guys and stuff like that. So he'd be one of those guys that 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 could help us if we ever needed it. So no, so that's going to be cool. You know, he's a he's a great player. Does John Murphy text back anymore? Or is he just too big? And John, too. Yeah, no, no, no. John does, to be fair to him. 
Yeah, he's a sound lad. He's a sound lad, even though he's from oh, Cork. He's, sound he's, sound. he's sound. Yeah. <laughs> and he's doing uh, all right for himself. He's doing all right. He's right. So he's doing no, he's I've heard it through the grapevine. I don't know where was it was this. And the JV McManus or something, and Paul Dunn's caddy is kind of a borderline pro as well, or through the, you know who all those guys are. And he was like, Yeah, I was at a few events that John Murphy was at. And like he's the first on the range every day. He's the last to leave every day. <laughs> so yeah. uh, the work rate Grinder, definitely. As they say. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um what do you, what do you like in terms of practice? And um, and time and time given to it? are you are you a John Murphy S player where, yeah, I'm like five AM on the range and yeah. I'm not leaving. I'm doing do my play the tournament and then yeah, I'm gonna continue working. Yeah. On the floodlights. I, tr- I, I try and be as efficient as possible. Um not that all, that always happens because you know we do find ourselves on the range <laughs> t- till dawn. But no, I try to be as, as as efficient as possible, and not waste as much energy. Um, so I would I wouldn't be a a ten a ten hour ranger, as they say. <laughs> um, describe an efficient practice session for us. So for me, it'd be like going in with a plan. So working on three things, you know, if that's um, short putts, chipping, and drives. Um, and then once you've gotten that completed, then, you know, leave. And when you say completed, do you mean it's X amount of shots or have you a measure that you're trying to get to? So I'd always, so I'd practice, um, and then I'd always come up with a task at the end. So if that's, so I was talking about those two poles. Yeah. So I'd be hitting 10 balls within the poles, uh, and then that's completed. And then for chipping, it'd be like you're chipping from, I don't know an easy line you have to get five out of the six balls within you know three feet and once i've done that that's like that's completed and then with the putting it's like you know a circle around the hole from five feet and then you make x amount so you make uh 20 in a row and then you have that completed and then the next day you go back to that you got to get more so you go 12 balls in, in inside the you know two points in the range seven six out of six balls with within three feet on the chipping and then hold 25 putts. So it would kind of look something, something like that. Not exactly like that, but something like that. No, it's good. It's good to know because even I will find I'll go to chipping green and yeah. I'll do like X amount of, okay, let's try and strike the ball and not the inch behind it. Yeah. And we'll do that for like a while. <laughs> and then we'll do that for, okay, 10, 10 chips. I like to do in a, in a line. So it's right. like from three, five, seven, ten, and go in a line to back the ways. Uh, to the same pin, yeah, because uh, we don't all hit it in like I definitely don't hit it to the same spots all the time, yeah. but um, but that's where I tend to go off on tangents. Then I don't have that task at the end to say, that okay, task, this is yeah. the measure and then knock it off. Then, like, yeah, it's definitely good to have that, yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely good to yeah. have that. We'll, we'll take that, we'll take that, yeah. and, and we'll try and use it. Um, do you plan out your year? In terms of, do you have goals or do you have systems? And yeah. if so, what, what what's the system or goal for this year, 2023? Um, I usually have goals for like um, five, four or five months at, at a hand, you know. So it'd be, for now, it'd be just a college college um, semester. Uh, and then when I get back over summer, it'd be, you know, what are my goals for summer? And then the next semester in college. So just to like break it up a little bit, you know. 
Um, 100%. And a goal could look like, you know, shooting in the 60s seven plus times or nine plus times in a college semester or, um, you know, what I want to get to in the golf ranking or some, something like that, you know? No, I, got I, won't, I won't ask what they are because they're short term and they might tie into team goals. And all that <laughs> yeah. jazz. But we're seeing your next year and then you're out into the open world. So are you looking at things in terms of how to be self-sufficient in, you know, chasing the tour dream or is that on your radar? And if it is like, are you keeping the business cards of all those people that you meet every week? Because you yeah. should be. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I'm definitely looking at, at turning pro. Uh, obviously there's, there's stuff that I want to do in the amateur game before I turn pro, but, um, no, that'd be the, that'd be the end goal is to turn pro and see how good we can get. See how how can does, go. no, a hundred percent like aim for the, what's it? Aim for the, aim for the, the, stars. the stars or aim for the stars and you'll hit, you'll, you'll land in the sun. I don't know. There, there's an, there's like some that. analogy there <laughs> somewhere. Um, how, how prepared does. I suppose the collegiate system mapped with like the elite program in Ireland and all those things. How yeah. well do you think that will prepare you for chasing the pro life? Yeah, I feel like it's the, I say the best route, but it's one of the best routes is, is going to college in America and playing, you know, year round in events that you're playing against guys that are turning pro and, and doing very successful as we can see out in, you know, the PGA tour uh, and European tour. So it's, it's, it's such a good, you know, way to get prepared and to see that, you know, the standard is there and that's what you've got to get to, you know, you can see it ahead of you. I mean, um, Matthias Schmidt, the guy in our team in my freshman year is, has a PGA tour and a European tour card now. Um, so playing with him for a year and seeing the standard to get to is, is very, very nice. And do you see then as well, given you spent a year with, with him? that you're not far off that standard or do you see yeah. Jesus like there's a mountain here? Yeah. How, what's obviously, it like? Yeah. Maddie was obviously a, a really good player, but it's not as good as you think it would be. You know, you think when you're younger that these guys are like unbelievable, like superheroes, but they, they all, you know, hit bad shots. We just don't see that on, on TV. <laughs> yeah. You, you see the, they don't show the on TV. You see the putting competition on TV. RS is just show speed because he's generally in the back hours of somewhere. Yeah. But he, the difference is he gets out of it. Um, do you ever look back and say, like, take today, right? Not because you're on with me, but like because you're you're up early and you probably has a, have a reflection minute or two after this after this call, and you go, yeah, like I've made some progress in the last year or three years. Do you ever have like points of reflection, and you and you look at what you've mm -hmm. achieved so far? Yeah, I, I wouldn't be the type of person to like look back. Um, but when you do, like when you do find yourself looking back, you're just like, oh, I, I've done, you know, decent things. Um, but I'd always be one to, you know, look forward and see how I can get better every day. That, that'd kind of just be, just be me. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, so to I'm answer your question, not, not really. <laughs> not really. You're not no. going to turn on the lo-fi beats after this. And <laughs> no. <laughs> like no. take, take a minute of kumbaya time. <laughs> No, it's more about like climbing the mountain backwards. Like we do that in, in sales or in business a lot. You're like, oh yeah, I have to achieve like playing on tour. But then like after three years, you might be really close to the top of that mountain. But because you don't look at all the stuff you've done, you're like, nah, I'm, I'm tapping out when you actually, you just have like 
one more rain session to do or whatever it is. <laughs> it's yeah. never one more rain session in that life. But um, <laughs> no, deadly. Quick fire Q&A, Max. Are you ready for these? These are the most important questions. Oh. Yeah, I, I suppose I am ready, yeah. <laughs> um, what would your walk-on song be? Listening to a lot of Coldplay at the moment. So we'll go Talk by Coldplay. Jim or pizza? Uh, I'll say Jim. Moss Lamb, I wouldn't be too impressed with a pizza. <laughs> <laughs> hat, a visor, or a bucket hat? Um, a hat. Yeah, it wouldn't be the bucket hat. But... Even in the Sudamericana Championship, where it's like a bazillion degrees out and humidity yeah, yeah. is like 200%. You still go to the hat. <laughs> it would still be the hat, yeah. <laughs> Good man. Happy Gilmore or Tin Cup? Happy Gilmore. Walk or cart? Uh, walk. Golf hoodies, yes or no? Yes. Instagram or Twitter? Instagram. Play or practice? Uh, play. Deadly. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna put like a hypothetical question here. Maybe you know about this. Maybe you don't. Right. Uh, we'll put it like you're going to go one further and you're going to win the South of Ireland this year, right? Right. I'm going to, I'm backing you, right? I'm going to okay. put it here now. I'm going to go into, like, there's no bookies in the hinge. And I don't <laughs> know, is there bookies in any sign? There is a bookies in any sign. There's a board of sports, but the other bookies are available. There, there's a bookies there at the go. top. So I'm going to go in there to start the week and say, Max Kenny, you know, give it to me. Five or yeah. each way. Uh, we're going to say the Sunday evening is the dinner and you do all the family stuff. Family's taken care of and, and, and anyone who's ever supported you. The Monday night is your dinner and you can have whoever you want. It's your candlelit dinner, Max Kennedy. So yeah. three people down the left, three people down, pe- three people down the left, three people down the right. Who is at your candlelit dinner, my friend? Um, three down the left would have to be Tiger, Rory, um, and then who else would we go? Tiger, Rory, and Victor Hovland. Seems like an interesting Ooh. guy. Yeah. Nike, Nike, Pink. Let's go. Yeah. 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 There you go. <laughs> and then down the right, we'll pick non golfers. So we'll go um, Mike Tyson. Uh, we'll go David Goggins. Oof. And we'll go. Um, Where else we go? DJ Khaled. He seems to be in go- uh, playing golf these days. So he might be interesting. DJ. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, no, deadly. There's a couple of people there who haven't been on tables before. I don't think uh, Mike Tyson's been, been on tables no. before or, or DJ Khaled. Be some sing song after. Tell you. It would be, yeah, yeah. Um, well, thanks for your time. I, I know it's quite early there, so thanks for the time. Um, really, really insightful. And uh, she will see you when you're back home to summer. If you're stuck for someone to carry the bag around the south, I'll take care of you. Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> let's do that. Max Kennedy, everyone. Royal Dublin's and uh, Louisville's. Max Kennedy, an absolute gent. What an absolute gent he was. Um, get up at 6 a.m. What other college student will get up at 6 a.m. for a Zoom call with some random guy with a podcast? But uh, so massive thank you to Max for his time. Hopefully, you've got some insight into what it's like. You know, that's his first win since he was under 15, I think. Um, and he claimed that first one when he closed with a level power 72 to win the Aggie Invitational in Texas. He shot 71, 66, 72 over the two days to continue his strong season. Um, and now he sits top of the squad in Louisville for stroke average. Um, fifth straight top 10 uh, with the W and recorded over 15 uh, fifteen birdies over the, the course of the tournament. So what a player. That's actually the Cardinals' first tournament win in four seasons. Um, 
and that's when three of their players finished in the top ten. So that's how you get it done in um, in a collegiate tournament stateside. You, you all got to be up and around there and thereabouts. And if you want to continue watching Max's or tuning into Max's journey, stateside Max and the Cardinals return to action at the ACNC Championship at the Kundi Club of North Carolina in Pinehurst. What a spot! And that's this week, April twenty fourth to twenty fourth. So. If I don't share it, I'm sure Gary and Irish Amateur Golf will, uh, will share it, if not Golf Ireland, if not get following Louisville's socials themselves. Uh, so I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you're in golf, in junior golf, um, looking stateside for scholarships, hopefully they gave you um, a viewpoint, a look through the keyhole of what it's like um, for Max and all the Irish in various programs stateside. So if you like this episode, please do leave an old podcast review. Um, if that's your style so you can do that on Spotify leave five stars don't believe it for um, and the same on Apple Podcasts but you can actually write in it if you're into a bit of writing you can actually do that in Apple Podcasts well I hope you shared the show um, it's great to be back um, after you know took a couple of weeks off there to evaluate things just life got busy that's, that's just how it is but we have a, a nice bit of content um, plenty of podcasts laid out for you over the next few weeks next week is actually one of my favourites and it's with Carol Brill and she requested to be episode number 147 because the same number as her house, which is the same number as the maximum break in snooker. And that kind of tells you a bit about Miss Brill and her approach to life in being the best of the best and doing everything to the maximum. So that's next week. Um, we'll get that out to you. Give me some feedback on last week's Beyond Scratch episode. And of course, this one's uh, with Max Kennedy. You know where I live, at Penny Talks Golf on Instagram and Twitter, Facebook. Uh, or get onto the website you can contact me through there as well okay we'll love you and leave you until we teed up again soon I'm Paddy